0: Welcome to episode six ninety two of the Sleeper and the Bust. It's Monday, May twentieth. I'm your host, Paul Spore, joined by Justin Mason. Justin, did you uh, win the the throne game? <laughs> I don't even know what the, uh, don't, what the fight was for.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think f- from the reaction to Twitter, from- I, I don't, I don't, I don't watch Game of Thrones. Not because I would be opposed to it, same. but I just don't have HBO and. I just didn't have the
0: time. I never got in on it.
1: Yeah, if I had HBO, I'd watch it. I I can't really watch it at work because uh, there's too much nudity. Well, and you need
0: to pay attention. Like, no, (laughs) I've heard. No, I've heard from that. That like, you're not going to understand what's going on if you don't watch it. Oh, you you mean it? I thought you meant at work. You know, you have to like really (laughs) dial in. I know that you have time at work, but like. You can't go, you know, just kind of like a three-quarter because yeah. there's so many characters and stuff that you'd have to be dialed in. But anyway, um, yeah, I didn't watch it either. Again, nothing yeah. against it. I don't a- Apparently, I
1: don't... though, Twitter was very, very upset. and
0: uh... Twitter, overly upset over a finale?
1: Weird. Yeah, no, it's. Uh... I mean, most shows end poorly. Like, it's like that's. I mean, it's kind of a game. Well, I mean,
0: part of it is that they're ending. So, mm-hmm. you know, they can't give. The perfect ending. Well, yeah. What are some of your favorite finales from excellent shows?
1: Mm, Breaking Bad was pretty good. I enjoyed that Yeah, finale. and that
0: one got crapped on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I liked
1: that one. I'm sure we'll get Bur- messages. Burn no, Notice no. was a
0: good one. I didn't see the end of B-Note. I loved oh. that
1: show. Oh, it was, you have to like, go back and just watch the last episode because it okay. ties in with wait, wait, wait. the entire Actually, I, show.
0: I think I did because my mom told me and I eventually watched the last season. I think I did end up finishing that i'd probably have to review and then i would start watching it but i loved that show when it, that was such a fun show yeah it was. i mean usa tnt like they put out that fun stuff like it's not you know the next level breaking Bad. Stuff. it's super enjoyable though mm-hmm. and i thought i thought that show was awesome i loved burn notice um i, just I didn't hate new this. girl new girl was uh, a good ending oh I, I didn't see the ending i i kind of quit that show after a while I, just, I really hated. Just came on the Netflix,
1: so I yeah. Uh, Megan Fox, you hated her her character?
0: No, no, I hated. Uh, oh with... no, I hated Jess. Oh. Like <laughs> I hated the the primary character. It's, mm-hmm. it's rare that a show can succeed when In spite I, of yeah, <laughs> yes, in <laughs> spite of, of hating because like awful character, mm-hmm. uh, just nauseating. Uh, the glasses without lenses drove me absolutely batty. I, I I lost my mind over that. That's that's a me problem. Yeah, I, I then, never even noticed that. And then like uh, another one that was like that was uh, how I met your mother. At least for the first four or five seasons. Ten oh, that to-
1: was that was by far the worst ending of oh. any series of all time. Do Awful. not at me. Awful. Like the idea no, do that you at me, I'll fight you. Yeah, no, like like. The idea that he has been talking to his kids for eight seasons so he could go pick up on a chick because their mom died of cancer. Like, that yeah. is, like, the worst possible Spoiler ending alert. of... The show's, like, been off the air for six I years. I know, like, I'm kidding. Know. <laughs> but, like, uh, yeah, I mean, like, literally... And it was one of my favorite shows of all time. Like, like I loved How I Met Your Mother, and it made me sick.
0: That show died when Zoe came out. That was the end of the, that show. It was unwatchable Drek for the second half. No, nah, I, 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 I disagree. No, it, it, I'm stating a fact here. It's not an opinion. Stop. Don't talk to me. Um, <laughs> unwatchable Drek with Zoe and, and, and beyond. So I went back and watched the last season. You're, you're right. You're so dead on about the, the finale, though. Good God. End a show worse. I dare you. And the thing of it is, I, I think what they failed to realize is that the, meeting the mother after like three seasons who cared at that Mm -hmm. point it did it didn't matter bring her on and then run with the mother for four seasons or something like stop making that i understand that that's the name of it doesn't mean that you couldn't bring her on and then actually
1: or or just end the series when he meets the mother and not do the whole cancer bit like that like like True. if he if he just like and that's how i met your mother at the train station and that was the end of the episode okay i'm fine with that that works it could have like, gone a
0: lot of different ways oh, they chose the literal worst one
1: yeah i mean cancer is never a good story like that's just like especially that. for a
0: sitcom dude
1: oh you know mother yeah just like just uh yeah truly atrocious but
0: Garbage. uh yeah no anyway, let's talk positive things let's talk baseball a uh, little bit of a tight episode today, just talking a little bit of news, review some of the prospect stuff. We're not going to talk so much about the guys because we really deep dove them last week. So if you really want our thoughts on the, on the prospects, we went pretty into them uh, last Monday. But we will talk about kind of how things shook out in the leagues, who you got, et cetera, et cetera. Let's start with some news, though. David Price is back. In fact, in about six minutes here, he's gonna he's gonna um, pitch. I don't no, not first pitch because he's gonna be the away team. But there is an early game today, Toronto against Boston uh, for Victoria Day, and so David Price will be back against Edwin Jackson. Short term uh, injury for Price here. Are you are you concerned or are you? I mean, obviously, this is gonna come out after the game's already started. But would you be starting him? It's gonna be a two start week. Are you just rolling with Price as if nothing was wrong?
1: Yeah, just rolling him right back out there. Uh, wasn't gone for very long. Like you said, kind of a minor thing. Uh, he's been very, very good this year, and I uh, continue to believe that he will be. I think he's a top 15 to 20 pitcher the rest of the way.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree with all of that on David Price. Kind of eager to see where he goes this week in the second half. Chance drafts, I think he's going to go up a little bit from where he was Uh, going in draft season because a he's been performing well and b kind of the attrition around him Um, and even some of the guys that might have bypassed him like a tyler glass now is now hurt so even attrition within the season of studs emerging here's one quick one david price or yunjin ryu which lefty would you take rest of the season for volume
1: yeah i just trust that price will make it make more I don't want to say make it through the season. We'll we'll pitch more innings uh than yeah. uh than Ryu. Ryu's skills are
0: top ten easily right now. Yeah, but, I mean and this this dates back to last year. He had an excellent half season last year, 82 innings worth. Um you know he had a 197 ERA, one on the dot whip with uh, almost 10 strikeouts per inning, less than fewer than two walks per nine. Oh, wait, 10 strikeouts per nine, excuse me. I said 10 strikeouts per inning. That'd be impressive. Hard, but impressive. So, yeah, we're we're looking now at uh, about 140-plus innings of a 178 ERA, .90 whip combo for Yanjin Ryu with excellent metrics to back it up. I think he, I said on RotoWire wire today, right now, since the start of 2018, he's like a true talent, high twos ERA type of guy. It's just a matter of volume, so I agree. But, I would yeah, take the problem is he well. just
1: isn't thrown more than 126 innings since 2014.
0: So then, where would where would you take Reed? Then are you taking him? Mm, um, a as a top 20 starter? Because again, you don't get any of what he's done. No, and volume is going to be so important mm-hmm. for the you know for the confined season here. For what for those who don't know, what we're talking about Memorial Day second chance leagues at the NFBC. Justin and I are both in leagues. There are still some spots available. The draft start Thursday and run, I believe, through mem- uh, Memorial Day. So jump in if you're interested. It's the 12-team online, 350 There's going to be an overall prize as well as the league prize. should be a lot of fun. And so. right
1: now there's an overlay. So There you go. So <laughs> yeah, where, jump on. where are you
0: looking to take uh, Ryu?
1: I, in my most recent pitcher ranks, I put him as my 32nd starting pitcher. Okay. That's, that's probably more conservative than I should be.
0: Or, or then you'll be able to get him. Yeah, because I, th- I think that recency bias will play a role. Like the fact that he's leading baseball in ERA and whip and strikeout. Oh, to he'll definitely
1: reach. go above that. Uh, yeah. just, I just don't know if I'm ready to quite put him there considering his injury history. Now, in second chance leagues, there are 12-team leagues. So uh, there will be the replacement, replacement values. Value. So that kind of uh, that kind of probably bumps him up into the top 25.
0: Okay, and so you really, think a top 25 guy? Yeah,
1: I mean, it, if you're not taking a lot of other chances with your starting pitchers, I have no problem if people want to take him above the you know, Marquez's of the world, above the Paddocks of the world who may have an innings cap, uh, above the Syndergaards and the Strasburgs and, and things like that. Um, but it's just so hard to believe that he's going to get another 100 innings.
0: See, that's the thing, and, and that's about the cap, too, is 100 uh, because I do think 160 is about what you could stretch it to. That's not even the you know the expectation or or that that's that's the stretch goal here with what uh, with what Ryu does innings wise with the health that he's had. One positive or at least um, I'll say non-negative is that the injuries of, of recent uh, since 17 have been lower half. They haven't been arm, so that makes but it a also little. They've
1: been back too, haven't they? It,
0: yeah, there's have been some back uh, issues, but the DL stints have been foot groin and then uh, uh, foot knee and then ripping the groin off the bone. Literally the, the ripping will
1: say, too. Is like if he does, let's say he does stay healthy and let's say he can get what another 120 innings under That'd his be belt. Insane. Well, but will he be able to do it at the same efficiency? Sure. This is a guy who, like I said, hasn't gone above 126 and two thirds innings since 2014. Like, who knows what a pitcher or what he will be with 150 innings on his arm. Like, the last 30 could be really, really ugly.
0: True, but, I mean, I at this point, I would take 100 innings of, like, a 330 ERA and 115 whip. I mean, that'd be great. Obviously, you can't you can't promise that for Yanjin Ryu, but going to be interested to see where he goes. Same with this guy, who could be due back today, but is definitely on his way back. That's Aloy Jimenez for the White Sox. Uh, I think we talked recently about how he was on rehab. It's looking like today could be the day. Um, I know that we're excited for him to come back. We've talked about how maybe maybe he goes the uh, uh, Acuna. What he did last year when he he struggled to start, has the injury, comes back, takes off. There, there's no link there. It's, that's just more of like wishful thinking. That's not, it's not that an injury triggers you into success or anything. Uh, but he did go seven for 22 in the rehabs with a homer. Um, only five strikeouts, which isn't terrible for for 22 plate appearances. That's a 23% strikeout rate. No walks, but he's out there swinging, and I, I got no problem with that. Uh, Eloy, we're talking, we're looking to hopefully get him after pick 200. That That might be a pipe dream. <laughs> it probably is. It probably is. If he comes out this week and like, clubs two homers, his
1: yeah, they, price is going
0: to skyrocket. He'll it, be, be
1: 120 again.
0: Yeah, well, exactly. What's the earliest that you would take Aloy Heman, as you think? I think
1: after $150, i am going to start thinking about it.
0: Okay, yeah. And then you judge it based on your team, mm-hmm. how much risk you have. I agree with you there. Because, yeah, we, we talked a while ago that it would be great if we could get him – uh, later than 200 but that was when he was still on the IL and he was kind of an afterthought now he's popping back on everybody's radar today like oh yeah Aloya Menez, I remember oh yeah man, I got I got, I got a before? bunch of
1: trade offers this morning yep. uh, for go. him in a dynasty league
0: so if he comes out hitting a couple multi-hit games even if he doesn't hit homers Aloya uh second chance price is going to skyrocket right back speaking where of
1: skyrocketing man we talked about Vlad and his it, it, he, if he just gets it together, you know, before this uh, these second chance leagues, he's gonna be going back in the top forty. And what has he done over the last yeah. week? Four Guaranteed. home runs. Yeah. yeah.
0: Why is he out today? Why does he have a day off on a afternoon game that's for a holiday? Why the hell is he sitting when he's when he's hot as well?
1: Uh, that makes because they really no like Brandon Jury for some reason.
0: He's a 20-year-old who's raking of late, has four homers in his last, like, seven, six, seven games, six games, dialed in. The hell does he need a day off for right now? (laughs) That makes no sense. It's a hot, like I said, holiday, early game, spotlight game. Fuck you, Toronto. That's insane to me. I'm sorry. I'm I'm using up my f bomb well, early he, today.
1: He, he's going against the lefty. <laughs> I don't know. I, I'm just Utterly coming up ridiculous. with random reasons. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't I don't understand why you would ever sit him, much less uh, in this situation. In this situation. Yeah. I mean, he, he and he's been just insane over the last week. He's you know four four percent walk rate, twelve and a half percent. Or, sorry, 4% strikeout rate, 12.5% walk rate.
0: Unless you nicked something that we don't know about, then, then that'd be about the only thing I'd give them a pass on. Um, I mean, day b- because game otherwise, after a night game. After a type... day game. No, day oh. game after a day game. Yesterday was a day game. There's only one night game on Sundays, and they didn't play the Sunday night game. They're Toronto. <laughs> no, there is no excuse. It's stupid. You run your team poorly. I hate you. Shut up, Toronto. Uh, Giancarlo Stanton cleared for rehab. Uh, again, I'm gonna I'm gonna put it in the framing of the second chance leagues because they're now upon us. Where's Giancarlo Stan going? Uh, you know, he'll be in the midst of a rehab. If he hits some, you know, crazy 600 foot shots off some minor league scrubs, you know, we'll get news on that, and that'll kind of raise the profile a bit. But where do you think Giancarlo Stan's gonna go? Considering that you're probably gonna get him back like right as these leagues start, so it's kind of perfect timing.
1: Fourth round
0: that's a discount i am here for dude
1: i mean it's not a huge discount because we're talking about 12 team leagues he was going kind of middle second second
0: though yeah it's a couple rounds so i mean
1: he was let's see going middle seconds what like pick 25 so yeah that's yeah i mean i'd be fine taking him in the third round personally
0: yeah i think Um, i think there are scenarios where depending on how my team's set up i I could take stanton in the third round as well
1: i think there will be i think there will be leagues in which he falls to the fourth
0: what about what about what about Judge? Uh, obviously he's not anywhere near back. He hasn't even been cleared for baseball activities. So what well, what's the what's the scenario with Aaron Judge like how late would would you see him on the board and be like, "Oh, hell yeah."
1: I mean, I'm going to be really tempted after like the 5th or 6th round.
0: But to just ride it out,
1: personally. personally for me, <laughs> it's gonna be after my my injury history. Luck yeah, this. you
0: you might need to be a little bit. Like, it's so weird though, too, because we talk about how you know conservative you were on on some of the bid mm-hmm. things and 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 different things where where your projections on young players are improving guys you play the conservative route but then in in your main you went aggressive with like the injury concerns so well,
1: and i didn't feel like i would i feel felt like i was getting really really good deals
0: well yeah and, and then it
1: snowballed on you because yeah and and yeah. then it just i got crushed with
0: you didn't you didn't plan for other guys to get yeah, no, those were supposed to be your injury guys and then a I've bunch of that
1: 17 of the 30 guys i drafted hit the dl or be sent to the minors i mean like in, including eight of my first 10 picks like you know that's... like you know you, you can get on me for drafting five injured guys like you know that's that's fair i'll, I'll take that heat but i mean insanely just bad insane bad luck just <laughs>
0: how, how's how where is the team
1: Oh, it's in dead last. And, okay. And like, it's only like 10 spots above like dead last in the overall. Like <laughs> I, I am doing the best I can to keep myself out of the, 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 the bottom the of the overall. Self. Yeah. Um, and like, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try hard and try to get, you know, get Stanton coming back, you know, hopefully soon. Jimmy Nelson's uh, going to be, uh, Working hopefully, his way back. Yeah, yeah. He, he's hopefully back next week. Uh, you know, I finally got Miguel Sano back. I find you know I'm starting to get guys back, but you know, for every every guy I get back, I lose another one. So it's just been uh, it's been brutal. And then you know, guys like Degrom, like Degrom, I lost him, and he's been bad. Like he mm-hmm. hasn't been Degrom. So you know, you just. Sometimes this kind of stuff happens, and thankfully I have competitive leagues elsewhere uh, because otherwise I'd be really, really depressed. Um, but there's there's nothing worse than you know getting your wife to agree to drop seventeen hundred dollars yep. in a league and that's the worst part yeah and then having to explain to her like what
0: is happening just how devastating it's like it it simply could not have gone worse
1: (laughs) she's cut me a deal though if i quit smoking before the end of june she will let me do it again next year
0: Ooh, that's not a bad deal
1: yep so and
0: saves your health
1: yeah and and money I mean well, I'm probably like him, yeah. three thousand dollars a year in cigarettes anyways. I guess.
0: I can't even fathom. Yeah, both both my parents are smokers and just watching the price of cigarettes skyrocket over the years. Oh yeah. Eighteen bucks
1: for two packs in California. Oh
0: my god, dude. That's that's insane. That's that's crazy. I don't know what it is here, but yeah, both my parents smoke, unfortunately. Um all right. Let's move on to the Fab Review. Let's talk some some NFBC stuff and, and other leagues where you might have uh, been able to get these guys. Um, like I said, last week we covered all these guys here, so we're not going to you know lose our minds talking about these guys specifically. But I put together a little chart that kind of covered the main event rundown of uh, Austin Riley, Keston Hira, Willie Calhoun, Corbin Martin, Nicky Lopez, Brendan Rodgers, and Oscar Mercado covering how many leagues of the 38 they went in um Hira and Rogers were or on rosters in some other leagues which means they were drafted uh the max price they went for the minimum price they went for the average win and the average difference between the winner and the runner-up so what were your initial thoughts just generally looking at that board what what did you see (laughs) that you were like hmm okay besides the fact that you were desperately wrong on Lopez and Mercado
1: yes I definitely was wrong on both of those guys uh Derek Van Riper is some sort of evil genius. <laughs> Cuz he got Oscar Ricardo for for a like
0: I don't know how that happens. Like dude, every week I look at these and you know you can <laughs> click on the teams and you can see at the bottom and you're like wow, what are these le- what leagues are these where these yeah. prices are happening? Like okay, the cheapest Riley went was 206. That's fine. Like that, that that's okay. 88 like, two, bucks
1: like for bucks. Keston Hero. Like like where that-
0: Ninety-four dollars for Calhoun. Yeah,
1: I like, uh, again even sixty-one, even sixty-one bucks and fifty-seven bucks for Nikki Lopez 50. and Brendan Rogers. Well, Rogers fifty-seven
0: yeah. is insane. Like uh, we were actually having a discussion this morning, a group of us about you know worrying about the stupid Rockies and Rudy Gamble pointed out, like, yeah, I don't have that same worry because this is a number three overall pick, and he was making some good points there about how um, you know they're probably going to be. Uh, more aggressive with him and just give him the spot. I I disagreed a little bit with him saying that Tapia Hampson and McMahon were were quad a guys, but I do think he's right that they've kind of cleared the path for Rogers to have second and McMahon and Murphy are going to fight it out at first, which is weird because they're both left-handers. But yeah, how do you get $57 for Brendan Rodgers?
1: I don't know. He went for 153, uh, uh, to get uh, Glenn Lowey in uh, in in mine. Uh, I got Willie Calhoun in my yes, in my main. let's
0: let's discuss that because, um, you know, you were coming in thinking, I'm not gonna go too crazy here. Calhoun's your guy. We were texting all week, like another hit. There's another five dollars. a home run. There's another thirty dollars. Like it just felt like the price was rising. And he did end up going for the third most on average uh, behind Riley and Hira and, and you know, fourth in it, it it was it was close for him to be the highest the second highest to, to Riley. Riley was the clear runaway. Five twenty two was the highest of any of the bids.
1: Yeah, he went for uh, three fifty six in my league.
0: Three twenty one in mine. To a two twenty three backup so not not that optimized. And yes. that guy who got him has twenty two dollars left now.
1: Oh, yeah, I wonder how much this guy has got left uh, Yeah, the the guy who got him in my league also spent $187 on Corbin Martin. Oh, so he I mean, what that's 500 and yeah, $43 in total in just this fa- or just those top two guys in this fab run because I know he also bought Brian Reynolds for $31 uh and I feel like there was another one, but um Dude.
0: Some of the Calhoun bids uh, were some of the most optimized I've seen.
1: Mine was optimized. Uh, yours One, was fantastic. 159 to 155. And the funny part about that was originally I put in uh, 149. And I was like, "Yeah, I'm going to bump it up just a little bit in case someone goes 150. And so I put 159 in and won it by four. Um, I Honestly, I did not believe I was going to get any of these guys. Uh, I said on the program and... Uh, and other other places that I've uh, written and uh, and talked uh, that I was mostly putting in bids to keep other people honest, mm-hmm. and that's what happened. Is I put in a 159 bid on him, uh, thinking he would go for at least you know after the two home runs I thought he'd go for 200. Uh, yeah, and, uh, I, th- I yeah, thought so too. I, I was pretty pretty happy with that, and my t- my team could definitely use it.
0: Yeah, I I had 265 coming in, so I really couldn't even do something like I considered a similar bid to Cal, to to yours to Calhoun and I would have gotten him uh he went 142 to 141 by the way in my league uh even more optimized that, that's what I'm saying and I saw a few others um uh, that were like just just really really optimized there it's, it's so, something about Willie Calhoun uh people were locked in on what the right price was there I see another one here 134 to 133 um you know, 151 to 133, that's pretty optimized, too. I mean, that's a little bit bigger gap than what we're talking about here. But, yeah, that, that's crazy how well dialed in these folks were on what Calhoun was going to cost versus the second player. Riley was was who more people wanted here in terms of his bids were high. Uh, he went for an average win of 348. I love Austin Riley. I'm really excited about him coming up. (laughs) It feels aggressive. It is aggressive. Like, that feels... I'm using that as code for that feels like too much. Am I crazy? I
1: I don't think you are crazy. And and something Jason and I talked about yesterday uh, in terms of Riley is, you know, while I think his bat is definitely ready, he only played like four games in In the the outfield, outfield in the minor leagues before coming up and inciarte is a gold glover and so even though he hasn't been able to hit very well this year they're going to give him some run because he's a gold glover mm-hmm. so i mean i guess they can give donaldson extra days off true uh, but,
0: but but you're not going to give him that man- so, so okay when keep inciarte him comes up as
1: a guy like that isn't going to play every day
0: it depends how well he's doing i think yeah i just I, I know I sh- i share these concerns. that's why I was like i I, I do like Riley. I really do I, I do too and, and I, I made think... a big
1: bid thinking you know again, one of those keep the modest bids I think it was like two hundred or something like that didn't even come close um uh, so uh
0: yeah, I think the massive home run like just he came up and just showed transcendent power right off right off the rip uh two homers in a double among his eight hits. O'Reilly went wild this week and and that's this is what we talk about right when a guy comes up if he goes crazy right away you know it's gonna it's gonna fuel the price we thought it would do more of that to Calhoun it didn't which is maybe because he's failed before and I put failed in in quotes because I really don't think he had a chance to Call it a failure, but okay, you know he, he's he's had some major league time that really went south for Calhoun. So I, I wonder if that kept bids down, whereas Riley has hit the ground running, and uh, and he's just he's just big time as far as his price. And so I, I I see a path on how it pays off, but I do worry a little bit about the playing time. We brought up the concerns about Hira's playing time when Shaw comes back because they're going to be bouncing guys around. And if Hira is you know, still striking out a ton, what's that going to do? They're not just going to jettison uh, Shaw. I do think he'll cut into some first base time. But uh, I think the same thing goes for when NCR comes back because then they're going to have NCR, Acuna, Marquecas, Riley for the outfield. And then uh, Josh Donaldson's locking down third. So unless he gets hurt, which is not – the the dumbest bet to to think that that could happen, but you can't plan for that and put, you know, thirty five percent of your overall budget on that. I don't know. I th- I thought it was a little, little high. I was just I'd be a little nervous for those Riley folks.
1: Yeah, I mean, I think what they're trying to do is just catch lightning in a bottle and yep, you know, hope that his bat is so good and so advanced that they uh, they have to keep him in the lineup somehow. The, the problem just becomes, it's not a matter if, like, Riley's defense could be fine, but Okuna's defense could be awful in center, and they go... It's not,
0: he's not a good defender so far. Yeah, in the
1: and so, like, it could be bad enough where they go, sorry, we, we have to get in Ciarte, we're not taking Okuna's bat out of the lineup.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, The question
1: becomes, do we think that if Riley hits, like, they'll be willing to play him, you know, just give everybody a different day off? Each week, and get him in the lineup that way. So I mean, I mean, they they theoretically could get him in the lineup five days a week that way. You know, one day Enciarte has got a day off. One day Acuna has got a day off. One day, you know,
0: Marquez. Marquez. Marquez is thirty-five too. You know, he's durable. He's been he's been great throughout his career with durability and he's hitting well again this year. Maybe
1: Marquez goes to the bench. I mean, why? Why? Why why does that's a tough
0: scene? Because he's been great. Has he? he needs to play. Yes.
1: I didn't realize. Yeah, he has been great. He, he's it. been absolutely as good as he was last year. Yeah,
0: when he was an all star in gold, gold, silver, slugger. So, you, so you, I mean, you
1: get a day off, you know, eat. You, the, you the day out off the day thing is, is fine, off. Yeah, but you, you can't Donaldson. Just flat bench him. Yeah, so, so Marquez gets day off. Donaldson, you know, even moving, like giving Freeman a day off, and then you can move. Donaldson to play first a day or something like that or play Riley at first one day a week I, I, they'll, they'll get inventive if he hits uh, I just worry that if he struggles at all at any point like they go well we now have the excuse and, and yeah. I'm pretty sure NCR is starting his rehab right
0: uh, uh, let me or see. is he
1: out, well, he might be out longer I might be confusing him with I'm someone not, else
0: I'm not entirely sure let me take a quick peek here it doesn't look a, like l- it. a lot of times these things play themselves out so yeah someone know. will get hurt so yeah, usually that's that's something that happens is, is somebody else gets her, Yeah, I don't I don't see anything yet on, yeah, on I don't that. Either. Although it says uh you know, it, I mean it was it was like a lumbar strain I don't know, backs can be tricky. we talked about it before, so it could be something that's a while Listen, I understand just taking the talent. If you believe in the talent, let the playing time stuff figure itself out. I guess I was just surprised that he was, uh, that he, Austin Riley, was far and away the most expensive. His average win was 348 a $101 more than, than Keston Hira. That, I think that's what, what shocked me, I guess. But part of it is that he also had the big week, too, did Riley. I'm not um, super right.
1: surprised by it. Yeah, the big week, I think, plays a lot into people's minds.
0: Let's talk uh, about Rodgers Then, what, what, what do you think they'll do? I mentioned my conversation with some folks on on Twitter about it, and and how I had reservations. And I, again, I was poor, so for the main event, it wasn't even a consideration. But in my twelves and everything, I, I, and TGFBI, I still could have gotten in, and I didn't. I didn't really want to. I was just nervous that that they're gonna play it stupidly again because they're colorado and i i really don't trust them so i kind of laid off on rogers the market did not though he was 170 on average which was the fourth highest behind riley hira calhoun um which maybe that's going to end up being a bargain because I, i i think there was some tamping down of his his price maybe ryan mcmahon's two homers on sunday brought the bids down a little bit too what do you think rogers playing time is he up for good barring a collapse
1: I don't know. I I don't. I, I The hard part is I really just don't know and trust the Rockies organization.
0: Yes, your your whole hemming and hawing tentativeness. This this, this was me looking yeah. at uh, at a potential bid on him. I I was I felt this exact same way. Like, uh, mm, uh, I I I don't freaking know.
1: I just yeah. I have no faith in that organization and how they handle prospects or young players in general uh i mean on on the bright side i guess they they were very patient with hampson though they never really gave him full run yeah uh, so i mean i don't know how how patient that necessarily is considered uh i think he's got to i think they have enough options that if he is bad he's going to go back down and that's the thing they've got so many guys they could play because they're giving everybody like two thirds time or half time. Mm-hmm. That if he's not hitting well in two weeks, then I think he's going back down. Yeah. So
0: Brendan Rodgers, you think, could have a little bit of a shorter leash.
1: But I don't think that it's a matter of like he's got, I think he's got a shorter leash, but I also don't think like this is inevitable that he goes down. So I think that there's a really good chance that. He can hit well enough to stay up. I don't think he's got to hit, you know, two ninety or hit for mm-hmm. a bunch of power. If he just hits two sixty uh, and plays good defense, which he should, and you know, even just hits one or two bombs in the next two two to three weeks, I think he's staying up.
0: Okay, I, I think I think that's all that's all fair there, and and maybe maybe it is more Trevor's story, which was uh, one of the points that that Rudy was making, is that. You know, if if it is more Trevor's story here, and uh, he kind of hits the ground running and and goes off, then Brendan Rogers could could end up being that dude, and and, and really really be in the stud here. Uh, all right, who else did you get besides uh, besides Calhoun this week? Did you have to fill in any other spots? Uh, let's see. In the main
1: event, I picked up Addison Russell. Okay. Uh, for Jaime Candelario, who got sent down. Uh, And then I picked up Daniel Mengden Because I think he's uh, mustache. Yeah right exactly And I've I've interviewed him before and he's a really uh, Really cool dude Uh, And I'm trying to remember who he's starting against But it it seemed like a good stream start Type thing Uh, And other leagues I mostly was okay I picked up uh, Scott Kingery uh, In a league and he had been dropped He got activated or is going to be activated Today or was activated yesterday maybe You, Um, You jump
0: on the cheap there then
1: Yeah, yeah, I got him for like twenty bucks or so, or seventeen bucks, I think. Uh, In I think it's a main event qualifier is where I got him.
0: I Uh, did that with Luis Urias. I got him for twelve in my main. Now yours is a little bit better because he's going to be activated to the major league roster, and I I got a guy who's still in the minors. But Kinsler's carcass, I mean, come on.
1: Oh, I picked up uh, Jason Kipnis.
0: I was actually kind of in on him, and I've never been a huge Kipnis guy at all. In fact, I've been pretty anti-Kipnis, speaking of Kinsler. Those two were always kind of linked um, during their peaks. They they would kind of go in similar spots and, and put together similar profiles. I was always more of a Kinsler guy than Kipnis. Um, yeah, I was looking at him, and why didn't I get him? Did I go too low? Well? He only went for 16 in mine. I mean, he's batting second and playing all the time. It's like... You know no matter like your your opinions aside of him if he's if he's playing that much it's and like playing on no. the
1: top of a. I mean the the lineup as a whole isn't great but the top of the lineup is still pretty good and so and, and can get
0: better too mm-hmm. right i mean we can obviously see a, a measure of improvement yeah i was just i just i lowered my bid a little bit and so i didn't get him and uh maybe i should maybe i should have gone a little bit higher there i only had 11 dollars. he went for 16 did jason kipnis but i did get luis Arias. Uh, I could have gotten Kipnis and Urias. I also oh well. picked
1: up uh, Scott Barlow, who picked up his first yep, save been, of the year.
0: And he's been killing it. They've yeah. got a lot of options, although mm-hmm. the guy that that's there right now has been great. Ian Kennedy is really, yeah. really performing well, so that spot isn't open right now. But behind him, Scott Barlow has been insane, and so has Jake Diekman. Now, Diekman's the lefty, so I wouldn't— you know, really count on him to to really factor into the closing as much, but uh, Barlow can just give you some K's with uh with some ratio help though too if you have a bad start for somebody that you don't want to use.
1: Yeah. It just you know, just a s you know, uh a safe spec. You know, Kennedy's yeah. old, so yes, you never you yes, never 30, know what can happen. Thirty four. And, and he
0: has uh, still given up ten and a half hits per night. Like he still has allowed twenty three hits uh, in his nineteen innings. The strikeout and walks are great for Kennedy but the hits are there, and actually, as I'm looking now, if you kind of look in the in the short term, over his last five outings, he's allowed seven hits and five runs in his four innings, with two homers. And homers are always the issue, and we talk about it with uh, home runs. The worst thing you can do as a closer is allow homers. So that's that. That is an right there, Scott Barlow. Good call. Uh, I, I like I like what you did there with that. Yeah.
1: Uh, other than that, it was pretty quiet. I missed out on. In the majority of my leagues, a lot of the big names. Uh, and like in, in the Barf League, uh, shout out to uh, Toby from Batflip Crazy and Sammy Reed, who both picked up Riley and Keston Kira last week. Oh. So somehow I don't know what crazy crystal ball Sammy Reed and, and, and Toby – uh, we're using, but they both picked those guys up last week. They just which means felt they, it was time, which means they got their stats too. Like they, you know, I mean, Kira didn't like do much, but, but Riley went, but off. Riley went off. So Sammy, uh, uh hat tip to, uh, our, our favorite baseball holic or one of our favorite baseball holics, uh, because we love Doug too. Um, yeah, so, uh, yeah, uh, that, that was a little annoying when I went to go check the waiver wire and noticed. I was <laughs> yeah, like, wait a minute. Wait, like, Fantrax doesn't have these guys in the system? What the hell is going on? Unbelievable. Oh, my God. They picked him up in a 13 team league a week before. Wow. So, yeah. It was, Sharp. Yeah. Great plays by them. And I think
0: that's what people should be doing right now. Is so, if you don't want let's to. Sp- jump on the segue. Yeah. Who's next? Who's left, really? Right. I mean, there's there's still going to be some impact players, but but who that? I think there's going to be some that we aren't like really thinking about right now, and then that the, you know an opportunity is going to open up, and then they're gonna they're gonna get the spot. But but who are you identifying right now? Uh, in a, I'll say in addition to your risk because I know that that's like the number one Zach guy that's left. Yep, Zach Gallon from, uh, from, from from Miami from yeah. Miami, and he should be in. Now, one of the guys that you would have thought maybe he could take the spot of. Uh, in fact, a couple guys were really struggling. Pablo Lopez and Sandy Alcantara, they both decimated the Mets. Although, I don't know, are most sites counting those numbers? Because I thought if you threw a minor league game that you <laughs> didn't get the stats. The are, are
1: for, they, for you, are they Sandy Alcantara uh, uh, guys out there that, that still have him rostered, uh, I dropped him in the main event last week. Oh, my God. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well again but he had a minor league game this week you yeah. couldn't have known well, yeah it wouldn't have counted right so uh by the way ju- just a, a a perfect crystallization and this 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 was run actually beyond at beyond the box score a few years ago um and showed to be inconclusive there's like no rhyme or reason to it when you get back-to-back starts against a team the first one has no bearing it does not matter um you can be awesome in the first one Garbage in the second. Vice versa, great in both, bad in both, mediocre in both. Does not matter. Perfect crystallization. Pablo Lopez. Ten earned on ten hits, two walks in three innings at the mats. Eight days later, one hitter for seven innings. Like, couldn't be more disparate. And, again, that's what they found, is when you have back-to-back starts against the same team uh, in kind of that same week-long period, there is that just... Don't take anything from the first start and apply it to the next. Still trust what you think of the player's talent, of the projection, you know, whatever you use globally, use that. Don't use the most recent start.
1: Uh, so some guys that I'm I'm looking at maybe stashing. Uh, like I said, Gallon is one. Uh, if uh, low. Nate Lowe was dropped Nate low returns yeah yeah if he was dropped I mean really go look and see who some of these guys dropped well uh, Carter Ryan,
0: Tebow was was picked back up in your league mm-hmm.
1: and Ryan McMahon was dropped in my league so what uh, yeah
0: for Austin Riley yeah so I mean he'll be he didn't have anybody else that he could drop he had to have I mean I could probably Did he just have that locked in and he didn't
1: I I like, don't know. I mean, he, in, I mean, didn't he go like double dong yesterday too?
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what that's what I'm saying. Like, I like, mean, like,
1: uh, who? What was the name on the guy who did it?
0: Snapping, snapping, next cash and checks.
1: Oh, that's right. All right, I, I'm checking. Uh, I'm checking his roster. So, because uh, that's
0: that seems wild to me to do that.
1: I mean, he's got Nico Goodrum and Didi Gregorius stashed and I, cut Jay both Bruce.
0: Of those he just picked, picked up Ryan Reynolds, cut.
1: though. I like Reynolds, so I, I don't
0: dislike Reynolds, but I, I would have cut. He, I does, cut have, good, he does have
1: a decent. He's got Michael Pineda. There you go. There's your cut.
0: <laughs> Pinata right there. Yeah, dude.
1: He's starting Jose I, Martinez. Like uh, I think that was just a goof. Yeah, Although I'll say Alonso is on that team too. So
0: it was a goof from day one, though, because he never should have had McMahon in that slot to cut. Yeah, I. You know, no matter like how you feel about the playing time with Rogers, there. Don't cut Ryan McMahon right now when you have other options mm-hmm. to cut. So, um, all right, who are some other who are some other guys you're thinking could come up? Uh, we'd have to mention Cal Tucker too, although at some point they're going to run out of spots for all these guys because they have Jordan Alvarez. And well, T- and Tucker's Kyle hit Tucker for power
1: too. and stealing bases, but he's only hitting two forty five. Yeah, Alvarez with a has live ball in, in, in Triple A. Uh, so, I mean, I, I think Tucker will come up at some point, but like. Yeah, I don't know that he is next, necessarily next up. Isan Diaz is a guy that he hasn't been great in AAA, but the, the Marlins suck, and they need yep. to start playing some of these uh, these younger guys uh, and, what, and get these no-names out of their lineup. So What about Lizardo?
0: Jesus Lizardo, he grew his first bullpen. Yeah,
1: he's definitely a guy that uh, I'd be looking to stash. About my former
0: boyfriend, mm-hmm. Jerrell Cotton.
1: Oh, I've also seen, I, way back. I haven't seen what Cotton does, but uh, is done. But uh, his teammate Jorge Mateo. Yes, yeah, so we have to,
0: we've talked about him.
1: Yeah, it, it, um, in NFBC, it's super unlikely that he was drafted, and so you probably can't grab you him. You have but to wait. Yeah, in other leagues, uh, he probably or he should be available, and I think he would be a guy I would definitely uh, look to roster. I actually in a dynasty league where I'm trying to compete right now. Um, a guy offered me uh, a Matt or not Matt Chapman, uh, a as Chapman for Jorge Mateo, wow. and I haven't hit accept because that's
0: a fair deal. It's though. a
1: really good fair deal, but really if Mateo comes worker. up, yeah, he's like a, he, such he, a speed he, impact. Yeah, he could be huge. And so, like, that'd be
0: remiss if we didn't mention Forrest Whitley,
1: Forrest Whitley uh is, is definitely a guy that could be up especially with uh McHugh being sent to the bullpen. Mm-hmm. Uh a guy like Daz Cameron. Yes. Uh,
0: for your for your they, they absolutely should. Like mm-hmm. I mean you know he's he's doing fine in the minors but he's not he's not like super young either. I, I don't see any reason to just you know kind of actually he's twenty two. I thought he was a, I thought he was a year older. I thought he was twenty three. But um, yeah he's he's twenty two in triple A his numbers have come down a bit from the last time I checked in on him. He's 227, 313, 433. But if he hits a hot streak, he, he should. He you should nail
1: Diaz as another one. I like Diaz a lot. I'm and not I as would... big on Diaz as a lot of other people. I'd be all
0: over that in Baltimore in the summer. Oh. That's
1: the thing. And, I mean, he'll bat near the top of that lineup because yep. that lineup is god awful.
0: Uh, he's, been... he's only in double A, though, mm-hmm. and he hasn't been. Great. So just it, 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 it still, is a later He's still striking out at
1: only a 16% rate and walking 11% of the time. Yes, he's he's getting a, a little a babbipped uh, down there. And the reports from prospect guys that I've talked to say that uh, they have no concerns about how well he's going to transition to the majors. So I Good. think he's a guy that could probably be up in July.
0: Yeah, I, I think so, I think so too. Especially you know, hit that hot streak, get that BABIP kind of correction, and and really go go off or use NLDs. Plus, at twenty two and double A, like you don't he doesn't have to go to triple A. Remember that the the normal trajectories don't exist anymore. There is no such thing as normal. It's not where you have to hit every level and you're at this level at this age and you go here. That this. It's just not how it works anymore. And then and if so, someone's
1: dropped Garrett Hampson. <laughs> like hey, he like it's only been a and few people games. hitting, but he's hitting three thirty-three. He's got a home run and a stolen base in his first two games uh, <laughs> at Triple A. We'll definitely have dropped him. <laughs> so, definitely, definitely. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm holding on tight where I can. There's obviously well, we'll see what happens with my main event team this week. If I lose anybody else, I'm gonna have to just drop him. Uh, but in the beat Justin Mason uh, online championship in a number of other of my leagues because I want to say I had about 10 shares out of 17 leagues.
0: Yeah, dude, we were pretty heavily invested in him. And, you know, I acknowledged this on on Twitter that part of my reservation on Rogers was getting so burnt on the McMahon-Hampson stuff, and I got to be careful not to let that overly influence me, but I'm pretty well-versed in what Colorado does with their young players. And even though Rogers has a higher profile than both those guys, I I don't know that that means that they're going to trust him. And that was my concern. All right. So yeah, there's a handful of names there. And again, other guys will pop up some of those kind of mid tier prospects uh, that, that just have openings that are beasting at triple a, I think there's actually still a couple guys left from the, uh, from the piece I did, uh, on 10 high-performing minor leaguers. Matt Manning for the Tigers is one of them. I'm trying to think of, like, uh, who else?
1: I mean, Casey uh, Mize with what he's pitching. He, I, I, it he would be could. really weird to see him get all the way to the majors in his first uh, full season in the minor leagues. Yeah. But, man, I mean, he when he threw a double-A no-hitter, uh, he's been just in, – in his first double-A appearance, I want to say it was, too. Yes, it was. Uh, it, it was
0: indeed. Uh, yeah, And I, just, I, I don't know, It's it's – it's that debate of like, obviously you don't want to waste the service time, but then you also, you don't, also don't want, want to, to waste bullets. bullets. Yeah. Yep. Couldn't agree more. And so I, I wouldn't necessarily be against it personally. Um, it would obviously just generates some more excitement. He's definitely for the someone
1: to just put on your watch list though. Yeah. Because right now he's had four double a starts. Uh, and if he goes to triple a at any point this year, and, and then that, takes off. Yeah, Keep, that's a keeps, sign. Keeps going, yeah. I should say. That's a sign that maybe they have
0: plans for a August or September call-up. So, Yep, fully agree with that. That's Casey Mize, the number one pick from last year. Oh, and we'd be, again, remiss if we didn't mention uh, Kevin Bichio, uh, another – Son, uh, son of a former stud for Toronto, uh, he's been excellent in AAA. He's kind of overshadowed by Vlad Jr. and, and Bo Bichette, but he's just continues to hit. Uh, I know he's a little bit old for level the last couple years, but this year, age twenty four at AAA, Bichette's again
1: too.
0: Bichette's back from his hand injury, mm-hmm. so even even Bichette's another one to keep an eye on. So there are there are still guys. If you missed out on this, or if you sat this out on purpose, and you're sitting on some fab. There's still going to be guys, and you know I understand why people went in this week. I'm not I'm not shading anybody who went who went for for the gold this week because these players could be high impact and you can get them for five and a half or four and a half months. But there's still going to be players that come up. There's going to be I, I'll I'll go out on limb maybe it's not a limb but I'll, I'll say there's one top fifty hitter that hasn't been called up, someone who will finish top fifty among hitters in fantasy this year who hasn't been called up yeah i would uh i would agree with that definitely top 100 but i'll even say i'll even go top 50 not from when they come up be they're, bolder. Gonna, they're gonna be, be bolder. so good top 50 is pretty bold no, I'm just <laughs> come on come on all right i think that's gonna wrap it up here like i said a little bit of a quicker quick quick hitter here just covering some news oh did you get your your draft pick for second chance Ooh, ooh when is that it should it should have run Oh, you should have, I got mine. Like when, when should it have run? Like last night. Yours might run tonight because mm, yeah, my, my I drafts think mine the day runs, yours. Um,
1: yeah. I think mine runs later because mine's on Saturday.
0: It should tell you, go, go to your, go oh, to your page. it should say lock time. And, and what did you, I got, I got literal last pick by the way, or, or literal last choice, which. Oh, that sucks. Yeah. No, I've
1: got my KDS back. preference still set. It's uh. Uh, it should as, say
0: lock time underneath it.
1: Lock time is 10 p.m. Eastern tonight. Tonight.
0: Yep. And a night after. Um,
1: Spoiler alert, the number 1 pick is my top choice.
0: Weird. Mine and, and too.
1: The number 2 pick is my second choice.
0: See, I went 12. I went 112. Mm.
1: Yeah, I figure uh give I went 123 and then I kind of Change things around. They're starting
0: little. to starting to uh, yeah, especially mix it in, up a in twelve
1: team leagues. It comes around to that turn so fast, uh, back around to that two three turns so fast. You know, and I really wanted to jump into one of the Wednesday leagues, but apparently I've got my kids open in a house or back to school night or whatever it is. Ah, uh, and so kid. yeah, kids are dumb. Uh, <laughs> they're the worst. Uh, <laughs> and so yeah, I'm not gonna be able to jump in the Wednesday one, but I might jump into. One of the other ones that's not filled, and then I'll do like a complete reverse reversal of my my KDS. So,
0: so yeah, I got I got nine. That was um, I had the twelfth choice order, and and pick nine was still available. So that's what I got. It's it's fine. I mean, it's twelve team league. We'll we'll see. I haven't even really thought anybody about anybody fun what,
1: in your league that you know.
0: I, I know a couple a couple of the folks. Um, They're not fun. They're no, I'm kidding. <laughs> uh, you know, Chris Fargus. Yes, yes, you yep. know him. He's in the league. And um, I recognize the name Matthew Martin. I'm pretty sure I know that person, at least on Twitter. Um, I don't know any of the other names. I do know somebody. somebody's team name is Bayside Tigers, though, so that's an automatic win with me because yeah. I love uh, Save by the Bell. So, uh, yeah, it, it should be a good group here. Uh, I'm excited. Oh, uh, I'm, Greg Martin.
1: I'm, I'm going to do a live pod Colin Weatherwax, who's one of my writers at Friends of Fantasy Benefits, uh, joined mine and so we're going to do a live podcast oh, that's awesome
0: uh, i'm going to be streaming the draft. So uh, and two then, nights back-to-back nights you'll have me uh, friday night uh on twitch and then justin you'll be able to listen to his podcast from his saturday night track
1: and then uh we got uh i think uh ross baker is a name i know uh jenny butler is a listener yes uh, i recognize that handle she's, that uh, she's in it uh yeah so thank every thank you everybody for filling up our leagues really appreciate it appreciate it yes uh, absolutely um now get ready to lose
0: text me when you get your pick tonight
1: i will i'll be and recording friends of fitness benefits pod
0: put the darn draft kings in the facebook network. i
1: will do that as well are we gonna do 150
0: <sighs> you have to do the work tomorrow if it's not filled i always do the work buddy what do you mean you
1: always do I the work? I just wait for you to start freaking out and then I start doing the work.
0: Oh, you feel like the last 20. Oh, exactly. Yeah, you, That's I, like the I do hardest. The work. No, it's not.
1: I get us you know, you 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 do the between the tackles work and then when we get to the goal line, I punch it oh, in, please. you
0: know. Oh, please. Um by the way, what uh are you banning people in the Facebook group?
1: I banned one person. He's um, mad about it. Well, he, he can took... he can be mad about it all he wants. Uh, I didn't have a problem with what he originally said, but I do have a problem when you start calling people d bags.
0: Uh, well, I have no basis for it because I don't go on Facebook mm-hmm. a lot, so I'll peek in there every once in a while. But uh, he took his anger out. First off, he thought it was me, mm. and he took his anger out on Nick Pollock and Alex Fast. What? Yes, he posted a review on their podcast. Oh my god! I'm and reference. So sorry, guys. This. Poor Uh, Choice and Friends by Nick Pollock. One star. I'm giving this podcast one star due to its founder, Nick Pollock, being friends with the whiny little PC safe space boy, Paul Spore, who boots people from his Facebook group for stating the truth that the group has devolved into people posting their specific trade offers and asking group members to comment on them. I didn't have a problem with
1: that that post. post? Is this the guy? Um, Yes, this is the guy. What I had a problem was when people made fun of him – or, uh, by posting their trade offers as replies. <laughs> Which um, is the right move, by the way. He started calling I, I people uh, bad names. And so, I, yeah, I kicked him out of the group and I posted something on the group and said, listen, I'm all for disagreements. Uh, I'm all for debate. But the surefire way of getting kicked out of this group is to start swearing at people and calling pe- uh, people's names. Except for if it's Paul Spore, because fuck that guy. Exactly. That's what I wrote. Uh, apparently and this guy, he, Jennifer, he'd have just gone Jennifer with that, with
0: it. <laughs> if he'd have just gone with that, uh, but yeah, that the, I think that's funny that he thinks it was me, and uh, I sent you the I sent you the pic. You can read the rest of it there because we'll save that, that that little offline stuff <laughs> there for the uh, for the tail end. But I apologize to Nick and Alex for taking that heat. Imagine being such a loser mm-hmm. that uh, that you're so butthurt about something that you would go ruin somebody else's situation yeah. and, get, and give them a one star. That's that's pretty insane. And like, um, and
1: I'll tell people, and I I mean I've mentioned this to. I think people off air before is like, like, you know, if you don't like me and some people have given us bad reviews on our podcast because they don't like me in particular uh, and, or, or gone over to other things I do and, and leave bad reviews. Like people like Nick and Alex and you and me we're established well enough where like, if you don't like us, we're sorry, but, like, you, you're not really going to okay. hurt our standings, but what you do when you go and leave one-star reviews uh, on, like, Nick's podcast or, or my Friends of Fantasy Benefits podcast is you hurt the people who work with us that aren't as mm-hmm. established. Exactly. So, like, it's like it, it sucks to get a one-star review, but, like, I'm not losing my job because of it, but other people may not get seen as easily because you look, downgrade other people's podcasts.
0: And just... <sighs> It's just funny though too to be like calling somebody uh what was it? Let me get the exact phrasing <laughs> here. Whiny little PC safe space boy and then you go be a whiny little PC safe space boy <laughs> on somebody's on somebody else's yeah podcast review. Yeah. It's you know and Anyway, you're probably listening cuz you're that kind of guy who says that you hate mm-hmm. folks and then you you like stay obsessed with them. You're a loser guy. You're a loser. I just want you to know that you're a loser. Anyway, <laughs> if
1: you'd like to give us or Nick or Alex uh, a five star review, feel uh, free to do it. Uh, it really yeah. it does help us out. Um, we try to always appreciate it. Yeah, we try to give you guys great content for free, and uh, we hope you enjoy it. If you don't enjoy it, feel free not to do it.
0: And if you have critiques for the show, we're open. Yes, you we're can absolutely al- open. You can
1: always uh, hit me up on Twitter at Justin Mason FWFB. Paul at at Spore. My DMs are open, so you can always DM me. So that way, things don't get lost in my timeline. Yeah. I respond to every DM I get.
0: So it, it, hit hit us up, man. Like I, I'm I'm here for it. Except the only one you're not going to hit me with is that we don't say the names enough. I do that better than anyone in the industry. I will be arrogant about it. I listen to a ton of podcasts. I guarantee that I do that the best. I guarantee it. I I I, I make it a point because I listen to so many while I'm doing other stuff. And the pronoun, pronoun, pronoun. I'm just like, damn it, dude. Now I have to rewind two minutes because I'm like doing laundry or playing MLB the show, and I don't know who they're talking about. So that's the only critique I won't take because I know I do it well. The
1: only anyway. critique I won't take is the uh, I, I I stutter, or say too many ums. I, I do the best I can, but
0: yeah, that's i I, I, won't,
1: I work on I like I've been up since like yesterday afternoon. Like yeah, I, don't I do the e- best I can. Yeah, don't even give and... that. Oxygen. So, uh,
0: that's that's ridiculous. No, like, I, I
1: get it because when I hear other people do it, it's like, oh, it reminds me, like, oh, I do that too. But
0: but I don't. Uh, I don't think you have. There's any not sort much of, I can do for that.
1: Like it's just uh,
0: it's your speech pattern.
1: Yeah. Hire me to work full time for a fantasy uh site, and I will speak so and sleep. Yeah. yeah
0: exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, that ends the bitching end of the the podcast. But it was great it's, talking it's with you.
1: St- started with TV, ended with bitching. This has been a great exactly.
0: podcast. We will uh, we'll have the DraftKings up tonight. Make sure you join it. It'll be a five dollars game. Should be a lot of fun. Justin, you and I will talk on Thursday. Until then, take care, buddy. We shall take it easy.